podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When it comes to business travel in Orlando, it's never business as usual. Oh, sure, I could go on for days about all the incredible places to hold meetings or the Michelin dining or the innovative industries that'll make you feel right at home. But Dr. Michael Edwards of Ocean Insight said it best. Orlando is as much a business capital as an entertainment one. So dive in and see what's happening in Orlando, where the possibilities for business travel are unbelievably real. Learn more at Orlando for Business. Welcome to the five-year plan pod extra following a resounding 3-0 win against Tottenham at Selhurst Park. I'm here with Adam Sells. How are you doing, Adam? Over the moon. Wonderful. And I'm also here with Naveed Khan. How are you doing, Nav? Really good after that. It was, um, oh, what an incredible win and, and an incredible performance as well. Uh, Adam, sum that up for us. What, what were your thoughts? It's always nice to to beat any of the big, well, to beat anybody in the Premier League anyway, but the big six, you know, especially. I think we did things, some things very well, and I think the cards fell for us as well a little bit, of course. So, all in all, it sort of made the perfect recipe for success, really, in that sense. I think if you look at the, the, the whole thing as a whole, Beginning with the team sheets, you know, obviously Tottenham missing some notable players. Son, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm talking about them that they haven't got a terrible squad. You know, they've still got Deli Alley and Moro, who looks incredible every time he carried the ball. Electric, Harry Kane, you know, Winks, uh, Skip, Hoiberg. You know, they weren't weak, don't get me wrong, but I'd still rather not play Son, if I'm honest. And, um, you know, international week uh, you know may have taken its toll on a couple of them as well I mean Harry Kane for instance played Wednesday night in Poland and got kicked around a little bit and stuff so I think we probably it was a good time to play them I thought the first 20 minutes we looked very uncomfortable in possession in our final third again a bit clunky and as we've done in the other games as well you know not 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 dissimilar um, and again, I'm not sure that's going to change until the personnel is uh, evolves in that sense. Um, but on the positive side, as the game wore on, we took the game to Tottenham and we were the better team in the first half. But I'm going to say that to you without working the goalkeeper, without making a, a, a glut of chances... Not that you're probably likely to against a big six team, but in fairness, I thought we were on the front foot asking the questions without working Larice, and he wasn't flying around the goal, repelling shots in that sense. But, you know, second half, after the early scare, their real, only real shot on target, I think, the one that Guaita held on to very well, um, very comfortably. After that, it was us, but... Without wanting to put a negative slant on it, 
I wasn't certain we were going to score until the penalty in that sense. I thought we had lots of pressure, we asked lots of questions, but still weren't turning them into what I would call great chances. Do you know, there weren't any, there weren't many moments up until the penalty where I'm saying, that should have been a goal, that should have been a goal, that should have been a goal. You know, but I thought we played very well without in the final third really carving them open or making Larice work. So I think in that sense, you know, the penalty, as soon as it went in, it felt like a sort of massive relief really almost. And I said to the fellow that was with me, I think we can score three now. You know, I think that it will open up and, and we'll get chances and and we did. And uh, you know, again, odd it's an odd odds it's an odd St Edward even. You know, two goals with his first couple of touches and stuff and again as I say the cards fell for us I think the first one he didn't catch great but it went just inside the post and wasn't saveable and the second one you know it's virtually Larice has got a lot of contact on the ball and it's still gone in so he'll probably be a little bit disappointed but we don't have to worry about any of those things too much and we'll take 3-0 and it's great and I think I think overall today was a huge result for the season. I said before the game, I was apprehensive on the basis that if we were well beaten, I think people would start to worry quite a lot and it could be quite damaging from a confidence perspective. But if we were to win, I think it would do wonders for for the self-belief and everybody around it. And fortunately, we didn't just win, we it was a resounding win as you said and um we can look forward to the next couple of games with uh, real positivity, you know, and, and, it, and it was good to do it in, in the manner that we did as well, you know, where we're on the front foot and we're really taking the game to Tottenham. It wasn't a sort of smash and grab situation. There were some very good, you know, displays and Wilfred particularly looked very sharp, especially after the near sending off where he found another another gear after that and livened himself up another 10% and um, things went all right for us. Nav, um, you talked you talked to me through the game and, and at half-time we were talking and, and you said that it felt like the, the players are really adapting to what Vieira is asking them to do. What, just talk us through that a little bit and what, what your thoughts on the, on the performance were as well. Well, I thought the performance was probably the best Premier League performance that we've had um, that I can recall as a 90 minutes. There might have been some better results, but as an overall controlled performance, I thought that's probably the best I've ever seen us at this level. I talk about the players buying into what Vieira is doing. It's kind of alluded to what Adam was saying earlier. He said that there was some clunky play at the back. But the players are trying it, they're doing it, and they clearly buy into it. They're repeating it, they're keeping the ball, they're not scared to go backwards to try and go forwards. And we did have bits of luck that Adam talked about, but it's amazing that you get luck in forward areas when you're trying to do progressive things. Mm. And that's what we did today. And, yeah, really good debut from Eduard, of course, largely because Benteke worked the defenders so hard for the previous, like, 70 or so minutes. But, yeah, like I said, it was a really, really good performance of the whole team. Um, everyone, yeah, there was buying into it. MacArthur, Gallagher, everywhere in midfield. Kiate did his job. Milivojevic came on and moved the ball a bit quicker than Kiate. Um And all three subs had a sort of play in, play in the goals. And I think kind of like an ideal 90 minutes for Palace, really. 
it was it, it was it all kind of seemed to 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 a lot of a lot of what we did seemed to come through Conor Gallagher I thought I thought he was again you can just see why Palace was so eager to sign him because he gives us a little bit of that energy but him and MacArthur together are just they're almost like a young and an old version of each other in that the, they're, they're in each in opposition's faces they're they're tracking back they're pushing forward they're kind of the 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 engine room in that midfield and then You've got everything else around it, and I thought Wilf, especially in especially in the the first half, I, I think he was very patient. I think there were there were clear moments of kind of hints of frustration, but in the second half, as Adam said, he just stepped it up a gear, didn't he? Um, what were your thoughts on on that that incident where he ended up being fouled and and the the yellow card that happened after that, that followed that? I think um, first of all, when you're talking about Conor Gallagher. I... I was a bit nonplussed by the signing of Conor Gallagher, I have to be honest, because I didn't think at West Brom he did particularly well last year. I think they used him in a different way, and I think I've got to say, already having watched him closely for three games now, he is a much better player than I thought he was, and I mean in a technical sense as well. There was one bit of control in the first half where he received the ball and brought it down and found his way out, and I thought... You know that that was real a real sign of quality. I think I, I knew he was sort of energetic and would get around the pitch, but actually he's got more quality than than I anticipated. I think probably needs to lay off the spinach at the training ground this week when he's lunch and uh, see so overhit a few of those uh, free kicks and strikes at the goal today. But I think we can excuse him that on his uh, performance levels thus far. Wilfred, the challenge. I've only seen it the once, but my feeling at the time was it was unbelievably crude and I could see immediately why Wilfred was sort of antagonised by it because it, it was clear there was no attempt to play the ball in any way. He just meant to get him. It was and he, too yeah, calm, wasn't it? It was pretty crude. I, I couldn't see if he caught him across the face, but he seemed to go with his front foot and his forearm like he sort of smashed him. Mm. And I... You know, I thought at the time Wilfred might have got sent off. I couldn't see. I mean, his hands were up and all that, but I couldn't see whether there was any real contact. But I was just hoping that if he did send Wilf off, he would recognise also in the challenge. Because I'm probably... Okay, you don't want to see people get sent off. But I think in instances where it's sort of serious foul play and there's absolutely no attempt to... to um, to, 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 to play the ball which he it, didn't it was pretty crude it was like, premeditated yeah. wasn't yes, it I yeah, mean it's I one just... of those situations where you can see the referee could probably have seen the build up to that which yes. was that the Spurs player went down injured which he, he wasn't injured it was just but a cynical without any it, it was purely a cynical yeah. attempt to yeah. slow the play slow the game down he, 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 was it Mora that was on the ground yeah I think it was, it was. and yeah. Mora, Mora did that a couple, so did Mora and Harry Kane did that a couple of times um, and so they, they were cynically trying to slow the game down Palace decided to Use the opportunity to counterattack, and and I come. Who was it that, that who was the defender that did that? Was it Royale, uh, or was it? Tanganga, oh, it's Tanganga. Yeah, yes, okay. Tanganga 
was it was premeditated. He wanted to he wanted to nail. I think Will that's Farben. what's hard for a player to accept. You yeah, know, it's one course. thing you go past them, they go on the ground, they make a sliding tackle, you're too quick and you catch them. But I think as a player, knowing you were going past him and he's cynically just gone for you, I think that's quite hard to take. I, 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 I you. You don't want to excuse anybody for retaliation, but in the heat of the battle, when somebody deliberately goes to hurt you, I think that's quite hard to take. You know, it's a bit like, you know, somebody coming up and physically attacking you in the street. You're not going to stand there and go, yeah, okay, mate, have another go, are you? You know, it's kind of, uh, and and it is that type of. It's not a mistimed challenge, it's I'm going to hurt you so I, I thought it was pretty poor to be honest. That that moment though was the was the turning point for Palace wasn't it? I mean in terms of Wilf's performance it, yeah. it changed the game and it also changed the game because Tang, Tang Gan, Danga <laughs> Tanganga uh, committed, then committed a second foul and, a, and, and received a second booking. What were your thoughts on that as well? Well, d- definitely a second booking and a red card. He's lucky not to get a red card for the thing they did to Wilf. But that incident did us a huge favour. We got more out of, even more out of Wilf. Wilf was already having a great game, I thought. He got even more out of him. He was a lot more focused. And I think. Yeah, Wolf did react. I know some people sat near me overreacted to Wolf's overreaction. I, I don't know who that would have been. No, someone was telling him to grow up. Um, who was but that? <laughs> it was me. I was. Oh, a, oh, really? I've never I, guessed. I'll, I'll put my hand up. I'd um, love to be a fly on the wall with you two. I've got. I've got a lot of. I've, I, I love Wolf, but there was that moment. Uh, it was more after the incident, after all of the pushing around, where he then ended up going back in Tanganga's face and having a little bit of an argument with him again. And I thought. Do we really need to have this moment now? Yeah, but <laughs> but, he need, but Wilf are, needed it. At that yeah, point, yeah, Wilf yeah, just wanted... So you have to understand, when somebody lumps you, it's very yeah. hard to just go, yeah, all right, mate. A hundred, a hundred percent. I think, I think the thing I think where, difficult. where you talk about Wilf growing up, he did grow up because could you have imagined a few years ago that happening to Wilf and then having the composure after a VAR check to put a penalty away with such calmness? And he did, and that shows that he he has grown up, I'm using quotation marks. Well, you were right now. That actually did us a big favour. Once the crowd, I said to the fellow that was with me, my guest today, I said, like, this is the best thing that could happen. Because once it got spiky and the crowd got behind the team more and the atmosphere became that bit more electric, it helped us. It helps our team when it's like that, I think. And and it, it sort of made for the... It, you know, the, it was like a cauldron, really, for Tottenham to play in at that point. And, you know, that's home advantage, you know, to the fullest degree or extent. And I think we really, you know, made something of that. And I think with the Wilfred, the fans, it just gave everyone a bit more, you know. And sometimes it it does work. And I think, now was right, that made a huge difference to the outcome. And it... it- it was then that the penalty happened as well. Yeah. To talk us through the penalty. What were your thoughts on that one, Nav? It was a penalty. Well, like, actually, I, I don't even... The no, ball, ball, ball went across and... Yeah. It was an IU cross, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was... I can't remember who crossed it. I just remember wanting a penalty as soon as it hit the defender's arm. But I think what was quite telling was Jimmy, as a captain, went straight over to Luca, pretty much to say, look, it's Wilfs. And they went and made sure Wilf kept the ball. And I think, again, that shows about... The, 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 you know, there's a togetherness in that squad already and understanding. There was no, oh, you know, 
put anyone putting rank about taking the penalty because Luca was straight on to set pieces when he came on. Did Luca missed the last penalty he took. He did, didn't he? I think, I think he might have in yeah, a in a game did. having a poor game anyway on that day. But yeah, he missed the last penalty that he had. I'm trying to think. It was against last season because it was one of the TV behind closed doors mm. games, and they, they put the stat up where he put his last four penalties or whatever, and he went there again and missed it. And I can't remember who it was against. And it wasn't, it wasn't t- Tottenham, was it? Might have been. I don't know. I can't remember. No, I can't. I can't remember. But he did, and Wilfred had scored. I think Man United or somewhere the previous one that he'd taken or whatever. So I'm guessing he's now appointed himself as the penalty taker. Good for him, and, and good for me because I got fantasy football points for that one. So um, Jim was away today. Um, what's more boring than fantasy football chat? Nothing. Nothing is more boring than fantasy football <laughs> chat. But um, but yeah, it was it was a it was a good moment there though, wasn't it? That that Wilf ended up being given that penalty, and he took that brilliantly, didn't he? He did. He kept his cool. Took it. To, yeah, slotted it away and he has been brilliant but I think one thing we've got to factor out is the balance of the side I think Wolf was brilliant today because Ayu was good Ayu didn't just work hard track back and stuff Ayu was effective the other way as well the way he should be going going forward with the ball and it makes such a difference to have that balance on each side of the person opposite Wolf also, also having a good game and Benteke as well I think him and Wolf linked up again Benteke would often go towards that left hand side and have the little one twos with Wolf I think there's just no one you can fault in today's performance tree. I mean, there's bits of Joel Ward who seemed to sort of panic every time went to Tom's half a little bit. But again, he didn't give the ball away a lot. A couple of bad decisions, but I just think there's not much to reflect on negatively about any of the players today. I think they all did their job as a unit. And that was the most important thing. Thanks for listening. The full podcast is available at patreon.com forward slash FYP podcast. Podcast Network.